0: One, two, three, go. Welcome to the Medizin cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on yourself. Happy New Year's, moonbeams, and welcome to another episode of The Medicine Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Welcome to episode 31, The Power of the Visionary. In this episode, I want to talk more in depth about being a visionary, just what it means to manifest your destiny and the goals that you have, the dreams that you have, by visualizing them, man giving them detail and giving them clear as much clarity as you can think of. So we'll definitely be getting into that again. I want to start this episode by saying happy new year. Happy new year. Welcome to 2022. It's a brand new year, y'all. It's a whole new slate so we can boogie down on a brand new dance floor and we can try this thing all over again. And if you're still here, then your life still has purpose. I definitely want to take the time to thank so many of you for helping me hit my goal i set a goal last year to hit 500 plays I actually end up finishing the year with 600 plays I actually ended up meeting my actual goal on christmas uh, which was actually uh a pretty pleasant christmas gift but I actually finished the year with 600 plays and i was very very excited And happy and just thankful to you all for your continued support, donations, and everything you do for this podcast to be here. I definitely do not take that for granted. Uh, Matter of fact, this year I actually have intentions on you know, expanding my frequency in terms of the amount of content or episodes that I put out a week. So that'll definitely be a treat, something for you guys to look forward to. Uh, Like I mentioned before, soon I will be having people come on the podcast and doing interviews and just really uh, switching it up up and creating that change and just trying out a few things. So y'all stay tuned for that in this episode in the first segment we will be talking about visualization you know what that is and what that entails in the second segment we're going to talk about just when it comes to visualizing adding more adding sounds and feeling and just really creating the kind of divine fuel to bring your manifestations to life quickly and you know in addition to that we're going to talk about just, the different ways you can you can approach visualization because everyone feels like it's as simple as closing your eyes and you can visualize, and that's it, and it's different ways to go about it. So we're gonna chop some of that up, hopefully, for you and make that more understandable. And in the last segment, we'll talk about you know the different devices that you can use when it comes to visualizing like vision boards and reading different goal books and you know different things like that so there will be a lot of information jam-packed in this uh episode so stay tuned for that let's jump in James Gore Jr. said, Visualization is the act of willfully forming mental images. To affect material reality using visualization, form images for your subconscious mind to use its patterns to work from. I don't think it can get any more clear than that, but when it comes to visualization or just visualizing your goals, Visualization comes down to creating those mental images, deciding what it is that you want and creating those mental images consistently and starting to impress those images onto your subconscious mind. When you make a habit of successively impressing those images on your subconscious mind, you're helping your subconscious mind get to work and creating solutions and how to bring that to fruition for you. I hope that that makes sense. We'll talk more about it. For example, if there was a specific car that you wanted, you know, get all the information that you need to get and get the picture of that car, the inside and outside, get the details and paint that picture of that car in your mind. Even if you have to go to a dealership and test drive the car just so you can have The feeling of being in the car, you can have that real experience, you have that creative fuel. So you can visualize over and over being in that car. And what you do is with enough visualization, the universe will start to see that you're being grateful and that you're appreciating something that you don't have. And it doesn't, the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real what is it? So when you make a habit of visualizing something that you really want very consistently, um, you, the goal is to get the goal or the goal is to get the thing that you want locked into the subconscious mind. So it can go about the business of solving that problem and finding out how to make that materialize for you. And sometimes, it's, or most times, it's not gonna always happen or look the way you want it to look, but that is the gist of visualization believe it or not with enough practice and exercise you'll find that it's actually a skill you'll find that as you get better at practicing and visualizing it'll become a lot more seamless to you and you'll see yourself doing a lot of manifesting on things that you really didn't have a chance to really ponder over or think about long they're just materializing it just showing up, and it's because when you get to visualizing, you are making yourself a vibrational match for that thing that you want. You know, it's just like two set points. That car, that very car that you want, it takes you thinking about how that car is gonna make you feel. If that car is gonna make you feel powerful, then the visualization that you need to have needs to make you feel powerful as well. If it's gonna make you feel stylish and lucky and fashionable, the visualization needs to make you feel that way as well it's important to visualize the very emotions and feelings that you want to feel when that thing comes to fruition and being able to be in to put yourself in that situation or in that position without the thing being there yet the universe won't know the difference and with you putting out those vibrations, you're elevating your vibration, you're elevating joy, you're elevating gratitude, the things that, you know, emotions that really elevate your vibration. And as a result, you make yourself more of a vibrational match. Because I think it's very healthy and important to keep a gratitude journal and, you know, do different things like that and focus on or have practices that allow you to nurture your sense of joy and gratitude on a day-to-day basis, just so you can manage and cultivate your sin, your vibration. You know, some people, their vibrations can be up and down. But if you have certain practices, whether it's in your morning routine or your evening routine, that helps you keep that up and going, then you're always at the top of your game. You're always at your best to manifest and create whatever it is that you want to create in your reality. Abraham Hicks said, when you visualize for the joy of visualizing rather than with intention of correcting some deficiency, your thoughts are pure and therefore more powerful. Therefore, meaning when you visualize, when you visualize and there's nothing wrong as opposed to only visualizing when you want to change something or when there's something wrong, when you visualize merely for the joy you know, of visualizing your thoughts and your intentions are a lot more pure and strong than when you're trying to correct something that's in your life that you don't like or you don't enjoy. That's another reason it's important to maintain practices in your everyday life and keeping your vibration high and keeping your energy high and keeping your sense of gratitude fed and stoking stroking that fire. Because when it comes to visualizing and really thinking about what it is you want, when you're not just resorting to these devices when there's something wrong, you have more power at your disposal to create what it is you want to create. I used to do something a little similar with that years ago when it came to praying. Like I've always been someone that's been great at praying and different things like that since I was a kid. But I had a habit of only praying when things got really, really tough, when things got really, really stressful, only really in emergencies, but just not in my everyday life when nothing's wrong. You know, and I learned that a lot of gratitude and a lot of who you are comes to the surface when there's nothing wrong. You know, when there's stress and when there's hardship and now you have to apply yourself and put yourself out there to change the situation. You get to see what you're made of in those moments, but do you still keep these things up when nothing's wrong? And you don't have any issues with your reality? I think that really makes the difference. One of my most recent experiences with visualization, I would say, is with my Apple computer that I actually bought last year. You know, I actually bought it maybe a little bit after this time last year, maybe around March or April. <laughs> and I remember finding the computer that I wanted, the exact model, I remember watching like quite a few videos on YouTube just to kind of get a feel for the specs and how it works, because I was getting that mindset of wondering what it would be like to create music and, you know, and have the podcast. The podcast was still a crumb. (laughs) It was a thought. It wasn't anything official yet. But, you know, with enough intention, with me reading enough books and just visualizing myself, being at a desk or at a table recording, recording music, recording podcasts, you know, it wasn't long before I actually got a stimulus check for $1,400. And it was just enough with $100 to spare for me to buy my computer. And my computer came in the mail and it was so new, and pristine, and perfect. And, you know, this is the computer that I create my podcast on now that I record the episodes on. And that was one of the most recent experiences and that was very surreal, but it, you know, I've had many experiences before that, but it's one of the most recent where I actually visualized having something and it actually came into being. You know, it was the same way the year before that when I visualized having my looper. It's like a boss looper that allows me to loop and create sounds when I'm vocalizing or singing or creating music. And the looper is $500 and Maybe a couple months after realizing I wanted it, you know, someone hit me back. I think like an old friend hit me back and told me that they owed me money. Like they owed me like about maybe $1,200 like $1, and the thing was only $500. So that came out of nowhere. And I just really put myself in the shoes of what it would be like to have that thing. And it won't always be perfect and it won't always be easy, but it just takes exercise. You'll find the different insights and clarities to shape your process personally along the way. But it's important to visualize where you want to go, who you want to be, what you want to do, and what you want to have. Because if you don't, you'll give random stuff that you don't want. You'll be the person that spends more time talking about what they don't want instead of appreciating what they have. And that's not it. Alfred A. Montepert said to accomplish great things we must first dream then visualize then plan believe act I love this quote because I feel like it's such a solid principle of success because when it comes to achieving or creating anything worth having in this life it really requires you to be present and figure out what it is that you want what do you want and once you figure out what you want visualize how that thing's what how that thing works how will your life change as a result of having this thing what is your intention in having this thing what value will you be able to create what problem will you solve how will you make our world different how will you be better to people around you with this thing in your life you know how will this bring out more of the light and more of that pure expression that is love and generosity and just you know all around joy and goodness that you have with this thing in your life. And once you get to visualizing what it would be like to have it, you can start to map out a game plan. And in you mapping out that game plan, your subconscious mind will pay attention to what you're writing down, steps you're taking. It may not necessarily follow what you're doing, but you will get it to go on and they'll start exploring, looking for connections, looking for patterns, and just going to work on that problem. And once you have that game plan in order, Start taking action because you'll start to believe in what you do by taking action because action creates belief. Y'all yeah, know I say that all the time and I got that from Mel Robbins, but action creates belief. And the quickest way i found to get better at something or to create something or that something is to make it a conviction. And for you to make something a conviction is something that you have to live, something that you have to be, you have to do, you got to have, you got to live, breathe, and sleep it, you have to eat it. It has to be all around your world. It has to be what you're about and what you stand for, what you live for. And once you really have that kind of conviction, nothing's going to stop you. You won't be able to find a reason to not do it. Nobody will be able to talk to you out of happening. It. it just... It won't be an option. It'll be unnegoti- non-negotiable. Like, think about everything that we enjoy on a day-to-day basis now, you know? Someone had to think of the headphones that you, that you use when you're listening to music or when you're out and about. And someone must have thought, what if people could take music with them everywhere they go? And then comes the thing, but what if they can take it with them without it being intrusive to the people around them? So, how can people have music with them without bothering the people around them? And there lies the headphones. If someone thought of that, someone visualized the difference that would make in our world having headphones, the chairs that you sit on, the benches, the telephones that you use, you know, someone thought, what if we took the telegraph a bit further and people are actually able to reach each other on the some type of device where they can talk to each other longer as opposed to passing messages. The archaic text message way, if you will, you know, people had thoughts, people visualized what that would be about. You know, the same way Thomas Edison visualized, what if we came out of the age of lighting our homes with candles and invented something that can house light? <laughs> so we can, you know, come out of the stone ages and you know take it to take it to the next level. You know, so everything that you experience on a day-to-day basis around you, from the walls to the buildings to the books to the tables, all of it, candles. Someone dreamed it up and they visualized it. They believed in it and they made it happen. And then they went and created it. And that's the same power that you will. The beauty of being a human being is that there's no one around you accomplishing great things and you can't do it yourself. You know, whatever your fellow man or woman accomplishes, you have that same potential to, to do that same thing or more. People or human beings reflect in us our capabilities, our potential and our own and then goodness and genius. But the trick is you have to want things that are going to compel you, things that are going to call forth the best in you, things that are going to call forth the passion in you, things that are going to call forth the you that'll stay up all night and all day to see this through, to make this happen. Like I have a bunch of different gifts, I mean gifts, dreams and goals for this year that I want and will, and you know, get accomplished. That I will see through. These are things that are going to stretch me in a great way. But my word for this year is stretch. So I want all my goals and all the things that I've chased to stretch me. Stretch me sometimes to my wits end because in the stretching, I'll know what I'm worth. I'll know how to take the next step. And in seeing myself stretch that much, I don't know that I can stretch more. So my word for this year is stretch. Confucius said, when it is obvious that the goals cannot be reached, don't adjust the goals. Adjust the action steps. Meaning when you're chasing your goals or pursuing the things you want, and you realize that you're not getting any closer when you set this goal in January. And it's probably May. So you still haven't got past that first step. Don't water down your goals. Now it's time to change the approach. Now it's time to reinvent the process. Now it's time to come up up with new hypotheses and, you know, different ways of thinking and acting. You know, now it's time to expose ourselves to new books and resources and open ourselves up to another way, because it's probably supposed to look a way that we haven't thought of yet. You know, maybe it takes you writing down 50 ideas every day for 30 days just to drill out all the ideas, just so you can start challenging your brain to come up with more quality ideas on command. You know, when you're able to put yourself in that situation, you can produce million dollar ideas because we all have million and billion dollar ideas, but... We also have lots of ideas of doubt and insecurity and, you know, we feel like, you know, we're not able to have that kind of power, that kind of genius because of the world that we've grown up in. But you can do it. Understand that visualizing doesn't necessarily mean that you need to just close your eyes to visualize that thing. Visualize with your eyes closed. I mean, with your eyes open, you know, find pictures and images online and Google images or Pinterest and put them on a board or just, you know, have them in your phone, but just practice visualizing seeing it happen in front of you. You know, the same way that you can see yourself walking or driving to that restaurant that you always go to, and that route is ingrained in your mind. So when you want to manifest going to that subway to get that sandwich, you know the route. You know it'll only take about nine minutes to get there and what the process is. You can manifest other experiences the same way. You just have to practice creating and recreating them in your mind. But just, you know, don't worry about doing it with your eyes closed, do it with your eyes open. You know, or if, you, if that's challenging, just break down how you want the event to go. Beginning, middle, and end. And start to, you know, get yourself familiar with that process until you can get it in your own mind. And just kind of start to storytell a little bit, play around with the narrative, You'll be surprised what can happen. Maybe you want your student loans forgiven. So maybe you can write out a draft email, uh, a draft email stating what you would want to say. Do some research on companies that do loan forgiveness. And, you know, you put them in the email. Make it realistic and imagine how that would make you feel. You know, take yourself through the motions and overwhelm yourself. (laughs) So Adam said, In my mind's eye, I visualize how a particular sight and feeling will appear on a print. If it excites me, there is a good chance it will make a good photograph. It is an intuitive sense, an ability that comes from a lot of practice, one of the best things that I've done in a while when it comes to goal setting and making my goals come to life is making a vision board. You know, I made a vision board maybe almost a couple of years ago. And I've had moments about maybe feeling like I probably put too much on my vision board and that I probably, probably should have narrowed things down and kept it a little bit more simple. But at the same time, no, because a lot of the things that I have on my vision board, pretty much all of them, are things that are still very much so important. There are actually quite a few things that I've nailed on my vision board that that I feel very good about. But nowadays, I'm in that zone of reaching for the things that can sometimes feel impossible or feel far-fetched or outlandish because... In me chasing those bigger items, that will open up my mind and open up the doors of possibilities even wider in terms of what I can ask for, you know, allow me to take more risk and what I ask for and what I want, you know, and what I want my reality to consist of. Robin Sharma said, don't live the same year 75 times and call it a life." And that thing speaks to me because I feel like maybe about 97-98% of us, we live around people. We spend time around people who pride themselves, who make it their life's mission to be the exact same person that they were when they were 20, when they were 10, when they were five, and just trying to be consistent with that. And we don't realize that in the consistency of our attitudes and personalities our behavior has to follow suit. You know, our attitudes and personality can't be on a different page than our behavior because our behavior has to testify (laughs) to the personality, testify to to who we're showing ourselves to be on a day-to-day basis when it comes to how we show up in the world. So when it comes to me and how I live my life, I make it my business to be someone that wants to be different every day, you know, I hope when I'm gone that everybody can have that experience of, you know, who about Bo? Who is Bo? Well, you know, with me, Bo is so-and-so-and-so. And You know, you ask 500 people, you're going to get 500 different answers because I don't want anyone to ever feel comfortable enough to nail my personality down, to nail down my likes, interests and passions because I want to expose myself to everything. I want to try everything. I want to be everything. You know, I want to have a chance of maybe flying a plane, scuba diving, diving out of a plane, you know, uh, (laughs) eating the hottest chili pepper or, you know, kayaking in the Arctic or whatever. You know what I mean? I want to use up all my potential. I want to try everything and I don't want to have no regrets. You know, I've been blessed in many ways of having people to inspire me so early on to go as far as I can go to not be scared of starting over to not be scared of making mistakes big and small but especially big because the bigger your mistakes the bigger your clarity you know I've learned that the bigger your mistakes the bigger your clarity when you make small mistakes you only the clarity that you get only comes with the magnitude of the mistake that you're making and if you don't make any mistakes then you don't get any clarity and then you kind of go through life getting older and older and you don't get to have the clarity that you need to order your steps and create the reality that you want because you allow yourself to get older and older and you're not visualizing where you want your life to go. And then you look back, you look back and 10 years can past and you've landed in this undesigned life. You can't stand where you're living. You can't stand what you're wearing. You can't stand who your friends are. You can't stand what you're driving, where you're working, and just you don't know, like the money that you're making. It's still not enough. And been there, done that, got a t shirt, you know, been around that for so long. So it's definitely just erupted something in me where I can't settle for less. I'm always visualizing ahead. I'm always visualizing the highest possibilities. I'm always visualizing what kind of ideas and what kind of person do I need to be to make 100 grand in a day, in an hour. You know what I mean? Like all of the things. Because when we allow society, or when we allow the world or people or family or friends to just let it just, you know, to get in our minds and our hearts and tell us, You can never make that much money. You can't make that much money. You know, Black people don't make that much money. You know what I mean? Mexican people don't make that much money or whatever. Just all the limitations. We don't get to explore our true potential. Like I said earlier, the beauty of being a human being is knowing that you can do your history, do your research and find out what we've been able to accomplish over all these centuries and, you know, what we've been able to do. And if she did it or he did it, you can do it too. You could probably do it on the more elevated version. But you feel like it's got to be this way. You're going to have to look like that. You're going to have to have this kind of skin. You're going to have to have this kind of money. And you're putting all these locks on doors and you're choosing to do that. But if you practice visualizing what you want and allowing yourself to have fun with those visualizations, You can unlock your mind and unlock what it would really take to get you from going A to B. I think you would really, for real, for real, be shocked at the things that you create, shocked at the kind of shit that can happen when you just really allow yourself to swim in possibility, swim in self-discipline and swim in being a vibrational match for the things that you want. So many of us want high-paying jobs. we want the most exotic cars, we want to live in this place, that place, and we have these house rules in our life where it's so difficult for us to be happy, it's so hard for joy to find us because we have lots of different rules and standards about how it can show up or how it needs to show up in order for us to be happy. Instead of just being able to wake up and be like, boom, damn, I just woke up and I'm still here. That's pretty cool. And I'm not in the hospital bed. I don't have six months to live. Or, you know, I have the mobility of my body. I can go in the kitchen and grab a damn orange. (laughs) I can walk to get myself a glass of water. You know, maybe not spend as much time taking all this for granted. Maybe not take your mind for granted instead of using you know the hundred percent, or at least fifty percent. You know, because you, so many of us, we go through life and we only use ten percent. I think that was the study that said that most human beings we use about maybe two to ten percent of our brain's real capacity. And I think that's so sad, and I think it's disheartening when you can be getting a lot more out of this experience here, but. You're choosing to be ignorant. You're choosing to not want to, you know, pursue those things. You're choosing to be disappointed because it's like if I believe in those and I get disappointed, then what? That's a part of life. Sometimes, most times disappointment happens so you can appreciate the good things, the good times. But if you can't be grateful even in those disappointments, then you're not gonna be around for the good times. And then the dark cloud is going to follow you continuously. You know, it really just takes a paradigm shift. It really takes an energy shift. It really takes time to be honest and open with yourself and what it is you want. Because, again, if you don't visualize where what your future will be, someone will visualize you in theirs, whether it's at their job, whether it's in their shelter, on their couch, wherever. <laughs> And that concludes the third segment. I want to thank y'all again for tuning into this episode where we discuss being a visionary, where we discuss vision boards and visualization and all those different practices, scripting, all of those, just different tools and devices that you can use to help you manifest more easily to Give your dreams and goals more detail because when you're able to give your dreams detail, the universe can make that thing ready to order the closest to the way you want it. So many of us, we want things, we want a car, and then a the ends up in our driveway and we're still not happy. We have no gratitude in our hearts because you didn't take no time to specify down to the deepest details. Even in the deepest and the greatest of specificity, it doesn't guarantee that the universe will bring you that very thing. Sometimes the universe has a way of taking your expectations and taking it even further and just what I feel to be a slick way of just showing you you could have dreamed a little further and got this. So I'm going to give you this. So you can see next time that you can take it a little further, push the envelope and, you know, see how it, how it goes. Anyway, you know, I really hope that this episode was able to free up any doubt or disbelief that you have about visualization. I mean, ultimately you will have your own experience and what it will be to you and for you will be up to you. And all all I'm saying is that nothing beats trying nothing beats experimenting with it you know so many of us we get bogged down because we feel like it's hard for us to close our eyes and visualize what we want but i want to tell you that you can visualize with your eyes open if that makes it easier do that it's just as successful as visualizing with your eyes closed we all have different gifts and different talents for doing different things there are some of us that can very easily visualize you know, pictures and mental images in our mind. There are some of us that rely more on feelings and, you know, those kind of things. And I just want you to do what works for you, but I just want you to become more detailed. And all of this is just so you can become more detailed and specific about what it is that you want. And once you get the habit, once you get into practice of being able to do this, it will be seamless. It will be something that it's really a skill. But once you get it down, you'll be able to do this easily and whenever you want to intentionally. And that is really when true power begins. There are so many athletes, so many actors, there are so many politicians, there are so many different people in our world who have gotten where they are because of their ability to visualize, because of their ability to take risks, and again, it's like the other episode, Success leaves figure out, you know, what you can use or what you can visualize to get you started. You know, set the mood, light candles, light an incense and make yourself feel good and really just practice feeling good. Practice visualizing what it is you want to do because in your ability to create that emotion. The universe will run with that and create that same experience with that emotion that you lead with. But it's only up to you. Moving on. Welcome to the era segment where we challenge you to take action on your life, on your goals, on your dreams, and just to get started because nothing creates belief, self-belief, like action. So with that being said, the first letter is meaning to designate for a specific purpose. Earmark a certain time of the day where you can sit for a minute, you know, I would say five or 10 minutes, but it's important that you're continuous with this because as you continue to do it more consistently, you will gather insights and you will develop insights and different, you know, distinctions to help you do it more effectively and efficiently. So I would say, earmark a certain time of day where you can sit for about a minute or two, no more than two minutes, and visualize, allow yourself to daydream, allow yourself to bask in the glory and the beauty of accomplishing that goal that you really want to accomplish, that weight that you really want to lose, that car that you really want to drive, that home that you want to own, that business that you want to start, you know, that record label that you want to get signed to, whatever the experience, whatever it is, visualize yourself doing that. Visualize yourself playing the piano, if that's what it is. Visualize everyone being around you at the family at Thanksgiving while you're playing and just rooting your name, cheering for you, and just really cheering you on. Stir all the ingredients together and make you come together. Earmark. The next letter is R. Rove. Rove meaning to wander a rope. Rove through your life, rove through your experiences, rove through your heartaches, rove through your disappointments and failures, and figure out in your goals again, why are you trying to do this thing? Why is this important to you? Because your intention determines your outcome. If you have some weak poor excuse or reason for doing something, you know, just to have stuff, you're not gonna get as far. Now it's nothing wrong with having things and having stuff because you're a creator and you're here to create experiences and to create those things. But when it comes to wanting to make a million dollars, who will you become? What value will you create? Why do you wanna create that? Do you have, do you, you wanna create some major charities? Do you want to open up some schools? Do you wanna open up some businesses that help end the world hunger? Why do you want that a million dollars? Why do you need to earn that? Why should the universe move everything around to open up that door for you if it's not going to be sure you're gonna use that kind of abundance to improve and impact the world, really take the time to rove through your intentions and rove through what it is that you want to achieve. Rove through what these goals will call forth in you. Who will come to the surface if you achieve this thing? How will the world be a luckier and more beautiful place with you achieving this goal? And the last letter is A, abjure, meaning to reject, renounce, or abandon abjure that desire that you may have to want to share this experience with other people in terms of visualizations or vision boards because you know your friends you know your family you know you're a significant other and if they don't carry certain traits in terms of being a dreamer, or being open or being willing and just the things you need to feel supported don't share these things with them because they can kill your confidence. They can, they can and will hold you back. They will question everything that you're doing. They will question what it is that you're asking for because... They're living a life where they're comfortable making what so, you know what I'm saying, so many dollars a year, doing so many dollars a year, or doing this job that they hate, and they're just wondering how you could have the nerve. When you both come from the same environment, the same background or whatever, how could you have the nerve to want to ask for something like that? And what could your asking for that mean for them if you're taking this big piece of the pie because they have the idea that, you know, the scarcity mindset, that's that there's only so much abundance to go around, so really resist the feel or the need to want to share things. When you start visualizing, and maybe after a few months of visualizing consistency, consistently, you will see things change, you will see things shift. Write them down in the journal take note of your distinctions of your flashes of insights and when you see things change when life kind of gives you certain signs or whispers to do something take action on that stuff but yeah like i said in terms of sharing these things with other people don't confuse them with not being happy for you it's just the fact that we're bred to be competitive and to compete with others so It's really a tough sale to expect someone to be happy for anything that's going on with you when it may make them feel insignificant or inadequate. So there you have it. Earmark, Rove, and Abjure. Please apply, write these down, keep these on the index card in your wallet, whatever works for you, but apply these to your life. In the next episode, we will be talking about the power of acting as if, so you don't want to uh, miss that one. It's really insightful and very juicy and full of tidbits, nuggets, and ideas and things I think will be informative for you. If you haven't had a chance yet, please share these episodes everywhere that you can. If you have free time, please go on Apple and rate the podcast whenever you get a chance please leave a rating if you have extra time. By all means, leave a comment. It will be greatly appreciated. I want to thank you again for supporting the medicine cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. You are loved. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough.